0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hello, Kules. Welcome to Barça Talk. I'm your host, Gabriel Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. Got a couple things to hit up today. Uh, We're going to change it up for the next two weeks. Probably going to have more mini episodes, per se as we lead up to our Barca Talk event, which is happening May 21st weekend. So Barcelona beat Betis over the weekend, two to one. Uh, A couple things I just wanted to highlight really quick. The first thing, uh, Ansu Fati, this kid is unreal and he makes my heart flutter in football terms, right? And I know he does for a lot of Kool-Aids. And the idea of him and Pedri teaming up next season is just all kinds of awesome. Obviously free from injury, right? Because that's the key. But I kind of want to just highlight the conversion rate that Ansu Fati just seems to have on this team as a player already, which is pretty incredible. I just did some light digging on stats and he's played about 3,500 total minutes.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: which is a goal every 153 minutes. It's, you know, almost every one and a half matches, which is a pretty incredible clip. And we saw it again, he comes into the match and immediately the ball just finds him and he hits it in the back of the net. Now it was not the the most colossal goal, it was not the prettiest goal, but a goal is a goal, it counts, right? And that's the thing, he comes in at minute, what, 75 and scores in 76, it's incredible. It's incredible that he's able to do that as a sub and we've seen him as a starter as well when he gets into the game. The match he's able to make a huge difference in the attack. And we talked about this on Friday, this idea of, you know, Ansu being on the left, then does Ferran Torres go on the right as a starter? Or does that get you excited as a front trio of Ansu Fati, Aubameyang and Ferran Torres? Now, Again, as we continue to highlight Ferran Torres, Ferran Torres does a lot of the little things, but he still has to get better at the goal scoring. Because if he can get up to 10 goals a season and just be better in front of net, that's going to be a huge, huge upgrade for Barcelona on the right wing. Because currently, with Dembele and Adama on the right side, you know we're not getting enough goal scoring. Sure, Dembele had some high assists this year, but... You know, I think we need more as a goal scorer. And Adama hasn't really scored as well with a couple key assists there. But we need a little bit more output there for a little more balance, especially for this upcoming season. But again, you, just, I mean, Ansu Fati is just, he's just one of those players where the ball just happens to go in the back of the net for him. And it's an incredible talent to have because obviously with the physicality hopefully that he can build up to and also just more importantly just get strength in that knee this off-season is going to be crucial for ansu fati just really quick just some comparison numbers to give you an idea of where he ranks i was just kind of looking at xg numbers because i'm always curious looking at statistics so ansu, ansu has a 0.44 xg for every 90 minutes which is pretty good you know 44 percent essentially that's it's a high rate, you know, especially for the amount of quality shots he's going to get. Just to give you a comparison, Robert Lewandowski has an incredible XG every 90. And also, you can also say it's the opponent's as well with this. But whatever, you have to take this. This is his career. He has a .83 XG for every 90, which is incredible. Benzema has a 0.60 XG and Messi 0.65. So it's just to kind of give you the scale of what we're looking at, you know, is .44. And I think that's going to go up, especially with more playing time, more opportunities and more goals. I mean, there's going to be matches where he may have, you know, a hat trick here, two goals there, and that'll definitely bump up the XG for sure. So again, it's really difficult not to get so hyped of this, you know, the youth that we continue to develop, especially not only youth, but world class youth of Ansu and Pedri. As I said, Barca beat Betis two to one. Couple things off of that as well. Obviously the goal also from Alba and the injury time. Which you know you have to give him credit for that nice one-time finish. And you know I think Alba needs to be a little bit more selfish with goal scoring. I think he's always too unselfish sometimes. Again, it's you know he, he can never satisfy me. You know I'm always uh, I'm just down on Alba. And I think it's just his attitude lately with the team and just. I guess the lack of effort I've seen on defense for the last three years, you know. But again, I'll give him kudos when he makes a nice assist and more importantly, when he scores a game winner like he did because that was a Golasso, It was a one-timer, nice pass from Danny Alves. It was so soft. Danny Alves' passing is so just like, it's a striker's dream to hit his type of pass because it just it's so soft. It's hard enough where you can get pace off of a shot, but also it's not too hard where... You can't line yourself up correctly to hit the ball. If you watch that pass, it literally loops over the defenders, and it's just like perfectly where Alba could set himself up perfectly for that shot, and just really focus on the technique that it needed for that upper ninety, which was an incredible finish. But again, uh, Danny Alves is passing; uh, it's just something to behold. I mean, the first time I went to the Camp Nou, I saw Messi and Danny Alves warming up about 40 yards apart from each other. The ball never touched the ground for about 10 minutes. That was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Their touch, the way they pass, both Messi and Alves, is there's like a weightlessness to their pass where the ball never feels heavy for your touch, which I think is such a hard thing to do. And you saw it on this play with Dani Alves just making just a really nice pass. Uh, just looked up, found there was two wingers, basically, and Alba was able to connect. So... And the other thing off of this is, you know, Barcelona now is in second place. And they have qualified officially for Champions League for next season. So that's a great, uh, I was going to say reto in Spanish, a great, uh, I don't, sometimes, you know, with my Spanish and English, it gets confused. Uh, I'm trying to think of, oh, uh, a great challenge accepted, right? That we were able to get to the Champions League. This is something, you know, in November we, we were we were on the outside looking in, for sure, under Kuman. And you have to give credit to Xavi of what he's been able to do. Yes, the team is playing better. Obviously, the team can play better, I think. Uh, But, you know, these are the small challenges that we needed to complete for the season, right? Getting champions secured and we did that and again barcelona are in second place right now and if they finish second in la liga i think that's also a great another challenge accepted or challenge completed that we'll do and so i think that's really important it's really difficult right now for these matches i mean if you watch the betis match you know players are already you know half checked out right like half of these players already are at the beach ready to make their plans for boats and hoes basically right Uh, these players you know it's it's difficult right we don't have anything else to play for quote unquote because we are safe all around essentially and again it's going to be another tough matchup tomorrow night against Celta Vigo because Celta Vigo is definitely fighting for you know just getting points right because they want to show up you know and against Barcelona right now at the Camp Nou I don't know if it's going to be a good crowd out there we'll see We'll see. And so Chavi really has to motivate these players for pride. I know it's really difficult. I mean, think about, you know, when you are working and you're about to go on a week-long vacation or a two week-long vacation and it's the Thursday before you go on vacation, essentially, it's really difficult to focus. You're just already like looking to the vacation. You're half working. I mean, it's human nature and even harder in football when it's a physical activity that you have to do. So we'll see how, uh, Barcelona handles Celta. We got home at the Camp Nou tomorrow at 9.30. Again, I didn't realize they were playing tomorrow, so we'll see. Uh, the other thing, too, is the lineup. It's going to be quite tricky with suspensions. We were talking in our WhatsApp group of what could happen. Uh, you know, maybe Dani Alves gets to the midfield tomorrow. I mean, this is the time where Xavi can get weird with the lineup because of the lack of players uh, available for tomorrow night. I would like to see Eric go to the midfield. I think that would be a good move uh, and maybe see Longley and Rahu or whoever is available in the back and just go from there. I mean, I want to see Eric play in the center mid spot and just kind of see what he can do. I think that might be a better position for him just so that he's not a defensive liability, you know, as the last line. Because we've seen him give up some erroneous penalty kicks. Our penalties this season just being grabby you know at the at the wrong time especially when you're the last line of defense so that'll be interesting to see how barcelona match up tomorrow against Celta Vigo. really quick news and notes here femini the countdown you know for our barca talk event which is great we're gonna be able to watch the champions league final in barcelona we'll be cheering on the women we're super excited about that uh some news for the Is lika martins came back to practice today and it looks like she might have a chance to be available for the final, which is great news because, you know, Barcelona are going to, the feminine are going to need every player available because Lyon is so tough. They're still really good. They're still really good. You know, they were the benchmark a couple of years ago. They faltered a little bit, but now they're back again. You know, you have players, you know, like the veteran, Wendy Renard, you know, she's so good. She's been there for so long. And she's kind of the benchmark of what Femini have been pining for. You know, Leon has a great tradition, Champions League winners, and it's going to be a tough matchup. It should be a really great match. Anyone that's in Barcelona, May 21st, we're meeting at Canessa Beer Bar. Now, we've been looking at some players, rumor players in our WhatsApp group of, you know, trying to come up with solutions on right wing. And now, as I said earlier, Front Tours is an option there at right wing. But another player that came up in our WhatsApp chat and also in the rumors lately is Rapinha from Leeds. We were joking around that, you know, we're hoping that Leeds gets relegated because that'll lower the price for his transfer fee. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do
0: when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: It's five bucks a month. Join our Patreon group. You get things like this. We have the, the Barca Talk Cafe every Friday, but also we have scouting reports and also videos. So for this Rapinius scouting report, we had a PDF plus uh, a passing video, goal scoring video, best actions video, and defensive video. So pretty uh, well covered there on Rapinius to get an idea because you, know, you hear all these players and You know, everyone always talks like, you know, when you watch YouTube, you watch the mixtape and you see the best actions. But what's really great of where we get our scouting report videos is it really shows the best actions, you know, not just a mixtape. You get to see the flaws as well. They really highlight them, which is really awesome. And, you know, I I was thinking about this over the weekend because when I talked to Troy on Friday in the Barca Talk Cafe, I was kind of on the fence a little bit. I was like, "Eh, I don't know if we this is a player that we should go after. I think we should use the money for a right back or left back first before we start focusing on the offense. But the more I started thinking about it, you know, he has nine goals this season in the Premier League. And that could be really useful, as I just talked about with Ferran Torres' conversion, that could be really useful for us on the right side. Now his passing is pretty good. He has that Brazilian just flair for goal. And you know, I think he could be a really good fit for Barcelona. Now. If he does come, I think he will definitely push Ferran Torres, and that also means most likely that Dembélé won't be signed, which I'm a proponent of. I think for the money and the and the output you get from Dembélé, I think it's just too high, and I think you know, especially with Adama going back to Wolves, that leaves an open for Rapinha. and you know, the more I look at it too, as well, just like his movement, his defensive pressure that he's able to do, because you know, Leeds, you know how Bielsa loves pressure and trapping, so. Rapinha was a cog in that. Just to give you some quick, you know, comparison numbers right now. Right now with goals, he has nine as a midfielder. He's, like, second ranked right now behind Kevin De Bruyne. So that's pretty good. Assists, you know, he could do a little bit better. He only has three this season. You know, especially with leads, maybe you say... They just didn't have the converter like Aubameyang or an Ansu Fati. So maybe if he comes to Barcelona, he can get definitely get maybe double digits in there. Uh, shots, he's up there. He's got 77 total shots. Again, when you look at the 77 total shots, you know he, that tells me that he's aggressive. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, when I was looking at the videos, you know, one of the other things too is the quickness that he has. It's not as quick as obviously Dembele, like the flash of lightning you see with him. But he does have, I think, more pace than Ferran Torres. And I think he's willing to really adopt Xavi's trapping and pressing style to become. I think it'll be a, a good transition for him coming from Leeds to Barcelona. So again, I think they should go after him, especially for the price obviously depending on what happens this summer, right? If they've signed officially signed that fund, then they get more money. If they can sell some players, they, they really need to get creative in this market. And as we've been talking in the Barca Talk Cafe, things need to happen quickly. Like you need to really start making moves now and cannot wait through the season because you need Xavi to have the full team training as much as possible to get all this tutelage, understanding of this Barca system, to go into the season with the front foot forward, because we cannot have a slow start. We need to have a fast start to put pressure on whoever's competing for La Liga next year. Obviously, we're talking about Real Madrid, but you know, Atleti, uh, Valencia, I mean, pick the top five, right? We need to have a fast start. And I think, you know, this is almost kind of a mini preseason that's happened since January. And I think they'll just get even better going forward. and especially. You know, if we have a healthy Pedri and Ansu those are really key uh, players for us in this season. Last bit of news before I sign out here. looks like Aston Villa wants to keep Coutinho. It's one thing to want, and it's one thing to buy. We will see because obviously uh, Coutinho still has a high price tag. But, you know, if Aston Aston Villa wants it, we have to really be accommodating because Coutinho is a player that we just have to get off the books no matter how it's one of those things is just debt, right? And more importantly, as a player, they've been happy with him at Aston Villa, so let him continue there, right? Uh going forward, you know, one of the biggest busts uh, you know, in Barca history essentially, unfortunately. With the money that we got from Neymar, we could have been oh my god, we could have been so much better with that money. Oh man, it's it's disheartening because you know, when you think of Coutinho's career in Barcelona, you know, I think of him hushing the crowd obviously a couple golosos but nothing much nothing more again he just was a player that just didn't fit our system and could never really find his footing i mean the other thing i would say i also remember is him scoring two goals in the champions (laughs) quarterfinals or semifinals when Bayern beat us eight to do and gave us a balisa during the pandemic so we will see what happens but that is interesting to hear now you know barcelona have to meet halfway with this and just get it off the books the sooner that coutinho and Umtiti and maybe ricky puj are off the books this allows spots and hopefully we have been scouting la liga to get players that we can get transfer fees for under 10 mil to create some depth and go forward because we cannot get these high price free agents we always have to remember that and it's funny because today in the news it looks like Holland is headed to Man City, it's not official obviously, but it's it's looking like 95% done, which is good because now It'll take that one huge player off the plate, right? Now it's just going to be Mbappe, and we will see what happens with that. You know, obviously, the rumors last week here from Europe were saying that he's going to stay in France in PSG. So we'll see. I, you know, personally, I would just think it would be funny that, you know, Madrid are making all these plans for Mbappe to come and then he stays in Paris. (laughs) I would love it. I would love it. Also, if you want to hear my Real Madrid Champions League Barca rant, because obviously with Real Madrid, Advancing through last weekend against Man City become a patron. I mean, I was on fire last week with this uh, With this match because I was so upset. You know you I live in Madrid I live very close to the Bernabeu and I was the biggest Man City fan on Thursday, but man my whole neighborhood was on fire when that happened in the last 90 minutes I was so upset so upset. So anyway, if you want to listen to the full reaction of that become a patron anyway, I will have another episode for Wednesday, so keep out for that. Probably be a little bit shorter. This was just a quick hit. Just wanted to go through some of the news and notes that happened over the weekend and today, Monday. Everyone, have a good Monday, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.